Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Single Moms Conversations with Kina. Hey ladies, how you doing? How you feeling? What's it going? What's it going? Everything is everything. All right, day one listeners, how you doing? And to all of the new ladies that are stopping by, thank you so much for being here. You could be any place else in the world, but you're here with auntie. Please, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you'll be notified as to whenever auntie is dropping another one, okay? And I'm here almost every day, almost every day, unless I have good cause. Because y'all know I'm true to this and I'm here, okay? And yes, this podcast is for us and by us. I am a proud single mother and so are you. We are so proud of our babies, right? All right, ladies. So let's get into this. Let's let's talk. Now, I know normally, normally, ladies, I speak about mommies and mommy situations and mommy things. But today we are going to speak about... Um, the children can we talk about the babies can we can we please you know i actually am starting to miss preschool i'm missing working with the preschoolers and the um pre-k children um i really really am missing them i did it work for a long time and that's infant toddler um work you know i worked with the teen moms and the babies uh for years and uh, then graduated (laughs) I guess you know when I moved to pre-k and preschool age groups um and uh it's just an amazing thing just an amazing thing um when you work with children and I know it's a profession in this country that isn't looked at as a wonderful thing but I think we don't give our teachers enough credit and we definitely don't give daycare and preschool enough credit. Um, These women and men who work with the children are a very intricate part of society and they they help build the foundation for education for the children. And it's not looked at as a good thing or a positive thing and I think once the country just makes an makes it an effort to pay them appropriately um, give more money to early childhood education you're gonna see a difference you're gonna see such a difference in how the outcome later with the children I remember going to Head Start when I was little and the statistics said that children who go to Head Start they are they basically with that foundation they become learners for the rest of their lives and it's true I can't go a period of time without learning something new it really bothers me to stay and be in like in the mundane and never learning I don't care what it is I gotta learn something different I told you my turn up (laughs) I gotta go on Udemy or someplace find a course I gotta do something to increase my my brain capacity and i'm gonna blame that on head start but i want to talk to you about the importance of natural lighting um for your children you know now there's been studies out for years and i mean a long time that spoke about the lighting 
and how the wrong lighting can hinder your child's cognitive abilities oh yeah it's been out there it's been out there for a minute just hit a google search you can look it up auntie's giving you homework so don't you think for one second that educators don't know this the people on the school boards know this uh everybody know it they do it's not a secret it's just if you don't know you know you just don't know but now you know right in fact fluorescent lighting in schools right have been linked to nearsightedness um circadian rhythm disorders okay um behavioral issues Right, so they know the impact of lighting in the brain. They don't. This is no secret. This is no secret, right? And to the person who might be listening, who says, "If she's talking about single mothers, why is she talking about lighting in children?" <laughs> we talk about these things because it affects our babies, and we need to know. We need to be more aware of the environments that our children are in, even the environments that we are in. You know, this is why it is important that your children get outside into natural lighting. My concern is that a lot of times, even in daycare programs, like if they're in there and let's say they're in a place where they're not following the guidelines where they say that you should take the children out into natural light or they're in a place where where we lived in the Poconos you could not get out sometimes a lot of times during the day in the winter months especially we were locked in we were getting the cars go it was like living in Alaska you would get in the car go home in the house you know <laughs> and by 5 30 it's black <laughs> in the winter <laughs> Okay, maybe I'm exaggerating. Six o'clock, pitch darkness, right? And it just—it's just how it is. It's just how it is. Um, I would try to get the children out as much as I could um, in the daycare, but it wasn't always feasible. It just wasn't always safe. It just wasn't always right. As a mother, I understand the complications of your child being in a school or daycare during their wake hours right and you get your baby after work you're getting your dinner ready you're getting the baby ready for bed right a lot of times our children are away from us more during the day than with us right we, we get it i get it you know what well, wake hours anyway but you do have the weekends right you do have um, the days that you get off early from work you do have these times you do have a route to get home. Maybe you can stop in a park on your way home. Give them some time out in the sun, out in the air, the fresh air, if you can, if it's feasible for you. Remember, I'm very, very aware that every situation is different. I can tell you what I did. Um, when I lived in Pink Houses projects, we would take the B20. I remember it like yesterday. I can't believe it was so many years ago now. Um, we would take the B20 
and we would ride that bus to the last stop. We would get off at the last stop and then walk over to um, an area where I used to live growing up. Where I knew people, they, you know, you didn't look unfamiliar to them, so you felt more safe over there. And we had these big open fields, right? In Brooklyn, yeah. And they would run in the open fields, and then we had PS260 Park, and that was the elementary school that I went to growing up. So, you know, you're gonna feel real comfortable there. And we would play in the park, you know, we'll let them play in the park. Then when I started driving on my way home from work, I would give them like an hour, maybe an hour and a half to run and play in the park. And because I knew once we got back to them projects, yo, we was inside the house. <laughs> so we had to have all of our fun outside of the house, outside of the area, if that makes any sense. So just see how it works for you. See what works for you in your with your schedule. Um, if you're not already doing it, some of y'all might be like, Auntie, please, you ain't saying nothing but a word. I've been doing it. I'm so proud of you. Because some mothers don't take their children outside. But it's important. Being outside in the natural sun or being outside in natural light. And if you can get them there, any nature, grass, trees, anything like that, is very, very important for the baby. It's important for your children. Um, it... The vitamin D, need I say more, right? They're going to be getting good vitamin D into their bodies, right? Because vitamin D is really a hormone, right? Okay, that's a whole nother lesson. It's a whole nother lesson that they need that they get from the sun. But I was listening to a lecture and they were mentioning that the grass itself absorbs the ultraviolet rays from the sun and bounces it back up onto the body. So it's very important for you, <laughs> you too, and your babies to be in this type of environment. Get some sun, a goal where you can find, you know, some nature. We at Prospect Park in Brooklyn, we used to go on Canarsie Pier a lot. There gotta be some spaces, you know, if you can, do what you can. A walk around the block might mean something, you know, yeah. Sidewalk chalk is a dollar. That's a whole party right there. I, I don't need to tell you. You got young kids. Sidewalk chalk is a party for a child. <laughs> and some bubbles, bam, $2. You are a queen, <laughs> right? You see how easy that can happen. But the child is getting the natural sun that the child needs. It's in the air, fresh air, oxygen. I know some of you like, Auntie, this air over here ain't fresh. Well, it's a lot better than, you know, being inside, all right? Get your baby outside. Um, one of the most beautiful things about being in the natural air and getting the, the ultraviolet rays from the sun um, is the fact that um, it helps with your circadian rhythm. And that means it will help your children sleep at night. It will help you sleep at night. And it's an, an automatic uh, mood enhancer. So people who go out and they get into fresh air, they often have better moods. They're more easier to deal with. You know, they, they're more like that trip to Florida, just relax a little bit easy because of the environments that they're in. It makes it easier for them to have this naturally happen in their bodies and the ability to learn 
um, getting sun, getting fresh air, being in nature helps your children's ability to learn better. So that's just a tip of the iceberg as to why we should have our children in some sort of natural environment with good sun and beautiful trees and grass if you can. Um, That's just the tip of the iceberg. Do some research and tell me what you think. You'll never look at having your child outside the same. Now, I'm not saying do not put sunscreen on your children. I'm not saying do not put a hat on your child, sunglasses, whatever you need. You know what to do, right? But get your child out into the air. Do we always feel like it? No. Because we have so much to do. I get it. I got you and I raised you 10. But the benefits definitely should outweigh how you're feeling. Okay? Get the babies outside. Take for a walk. Okay? I don't care if you count uh, acorns on the, the ground. Okay? Get the babies out for a walk. <laughs> and speaking of acorns, today is the last day of summer pumpkin spice and everything nice i'm a fall girl okay if anybody knows me they know i love fall i love orange i love brown i love fall i love fall foliage i love fall okay fall is my most favorite time of the year okay fall is where you can get all your free art and craft activities done just from the tree in your backyard or just it, all your materials are just outside for the fall so how beautiful is it gonna be when you can just take your child out it's not too hot it's not too cool it's the fall and they get to see the beauty of the trees turning colors and collecting leaves and doing all of these wonderful things oh gosh you know those leaf collages and those leaf men and all the stuff that the, they make in the day kit you can't tell the kids nothing when they make their leaf man or when they bring their leaves in to school <laughs> they absolutely love it um i know they might be doing it in your child's programs and their daycares and and all of those things but you could do it at home too why not why not um make a big deal out of fall and fall is the most wonderful time of the year for me it's not too cold it's not too hot and i get to hang outside i could be outside all day on fall day octoberfest i am octoberfest see these are some things you might not know about auntie i am octoberfest okay i i can stay at octoberfest all day I could run through those cornfields all freaking day. You know those mazes that they have? That's me. I I, I love the mazes. I like the hot apple cider. Man, ooh, I love Oktoberfest. If I don't find an Oktoberfest down here, I don't know about North Carolina. (laughs) Now I'm playing. My sister told me they have some, but look for those Oktoberfests in your area. You got to get ready. Fall is here. And all of your arts and crafts materials are sitting outside for free. It's nature's gift to you and the babies. And while you're gathering these beautiful uh, orange and yellow and red leaves from the maple trees or whatever trees you have near you, I need you. Your babies are pulling in so much from their environment. Um, Not only are they learning about a tree, they're learning about different colors, different textures when they touch the leaves. Right? 
Isn't that amazing? They're learning seasons, right? Isn't that nice? And they're getting the sun and the fresh air that they need. They're getting that natural light that they need, right? What, what better way than to spend an hour or two out of your day, right? Maybe on a Saturday, perhaps. I just love the fall. <laughs> I do. I really, really do. But anyway, anyway, let me get on up out of here. I want to thank you so, so much for being here. You could be any place else in the world, but you're here with Auntie. And if no one has told you today that they love you and that they care about you, I want you to know that Auntie loves you. I love you. And I know, I know sometimes when I speak, you might be saying, you know, Auntie being a fairy tale, she don't even know what I got going on here. I get it, I know, but let's try for the babies because regardless of what we're going through, if we're going through it, because some of y'all ain't going through right now, some of y'all's chilling, <laughs> right? But if you are going through it, regardless of what you go, regardless the baby's needs have to be met, we accepted this assignment, right? We did, that's right, and you know, I'm starting to wonder if we accepted the assignment. Or were we chosen? What do you think? Either way, you got this. You got this. I'm your biggest cheerleader. I'm proud of you. And ladies, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Peace. I'm talking 6 a.m. tea times. 18 with the mayor talking land banks. I waited for it. Gotta get mine. Snack a seat up at the table if my man can't. We're familiar with no briefcase Just my mind in a free state I got a plan through a vision But it takes time I'ma make mine Summertime and then why Wow.